Kilo, Alpha, Papa, Lima, Oscar, Whiskey, India, Tango, Zulu, I am Kaplowitz Media, www.kaplowitz.xyz at Kaplowitz Media on Twitter and Instagram, Facebook.com slash Kaplowitz Media. And this is a special presentation via Kaplowitz Radio. It's a Cigar Review Plus. And uh, the plus is in the physical form of, well, who am I speaking to? Hey, what's up, Cap? This is uh, Jared Gulick over with uh, CigarAdvisor.com. Awesome. Did I, I rush? I, I'm, I'm so excited, Jared, for this, uh, this little sesh that I r- really rushed through that uh, spiel at the top, so... Uh, not so much an apology to you, but to the listener. It's just my nerves. I, I really could have taken you, some time. When you start using the military phonetic alphabet, you're really rushing through things. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> not my usual uh, cadence. So it's just the nerves, but I'll be okay. And um, we're smoking something. I mentioned it's a cigar view. We're smoking something a little... Uh, Special, a little different. Uh, I guess uh, you could let everybody in on the secret of what we are, in fact, going to be fawning over for the next half hour or so. So what are we smoking here? We are smoking the famous smoke shop exclusive Lunatic Hysteria by Aganorsalif. Wow. Lunatic Hysteria. That sounds like a relaxing little escape from your day. The Lunatic <laughs> Hysteria. A lot of these cigar names have, like, these, uh, like, uh, you know, end-of-days, like, names anymore. Like, you know, Asylum's got Pandemonium, you know, <laughs> this is Hysteria. But I'll tell you, it's, it's, plenty, it's plenty strong, it's so at least somewhat lives up to it, you know? Yeah, it, it, uh, yeah it, I don't want to say it's fitting. Uh, I, I'm not thinking it's going to involve any Hysteria proper, but it, it's a strong, it's a full smoke. It's, uh, I have the specs here that you were nice enough to send. Uh, it's a Mexican San Andres Maduro wrapper and a Nicaraguan guts, Nicaraguan binder, Nicaraguan filler. And just by that quote unquote recipe alone, you could tell it's going to be a substantial smoke. Oh yeah. It, and it is. And I've been, I'm about the first third in right now. And I know you haven't lit up yet, Jared, and I guess go ahead and light up and I'll catch the gentle persons at home that are listening along uh, or will be listening along as to what I've experienced thus far. Again, about the first third in uh, with the lunatic hysteria of famous smoke shop exclusive. And um, it's uh, it's full I wouldn't say it's rich. It's more rigid. It's more dry noted than, you know, than like what a rich, lush, luxurious smoke would be. Um, peppery, uh, kind of, I, I, I type this out and I'm looking at it and I hesitate to read it, Jared, but I'm going to go ahead and do it. Uh, just in like some initial tasting notes. I got tree bark and nutshells. 
tree and bark. I realize that the tree bark in nutshells, and I realize that might not sound delicious. Uh, it, that's to say that I got a wood, I got a nuttiness, and it's dry. Like I noted, it's rigid. I got coffee beans. That pepper is... Oh, go ahead, go ahead. No, go, no, I was just saying I'm going to see on the coffee so far. Okay, okay. And uh, the pepperiness, it, it's not like an abrasive, scorchy kind of burnt pepperiness. It's, an, it's a black pepper taste. It's not on the body necessarily. It's not like a... It's not, it's not abrasive. It's not daring you. It's, it's a nice pepperiness. It's a black pepper. Uh, not any spices yet to accompany that, which I find kind of different. It's just a very dry, straight-ahead, rigid profile. But a lot of people look for that. And if you're looking for something like that, this is thus far the stick for you, the cigar for you. So are is you... That, are you? Is that what you're getting right now, that? like 10 minutes in? Uh, that's what I got up until the point, basically, where we started recording. Okay. But it's pretty much where I'm holding in. There's a little cream coming in now, kind of like a toasted cream. Right. All right, so I'll, I'll, I'll tell you what I'm getting off of it. So I'll, I'll kind of analyze it and go, go down to the uh, component parts. So pre-light, a little minerally, and definitely hmm. a lot of... And I think... What you're perceiving is like the tree bark. That's a like a very earthy note to me, and I get that. Earth was the first base flavor I gave on the cigar, um, and it's definitely got that earthy. I can I can see where you're coming from in the dryness. It's not a um, it, and it again, not a bad thing. Not right. a not a you know. It's just that's how the notes seem to be delivered. They're quite dry, but, but not drying. You know, is a difference. Right. But I think that the, the, you know, sometimes a lot of people forget to just talk about that a cigar tastes like tobacco itself, right? Um, and I <laughs> Go think figure. That, what's that? <laughs> Go figure. I muttered under my breath. But, yes, go ahead. <laughs> the tobacco notes themselves, like when you, when you, um, when you separate the tobacco from, from the earth and the pepper, the coffee, to me the tobacco is rich. Like, it's almost like a mouth-watering richness. But I guess the rest of it is kind of has this dry character to it. And, again, not a bad yes. thing. But I'll tell you. No. So, it, go ahead. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. Sorry. I was just going to say, we did a review on, uh, a panel review on the cigar a few weeks back. And I had one of the weirdest tasting notes. And I still get it to this day on the cigar. And I'm, I'm getting it right now on the finish which is hmm. seltzer water. Really? Yeah. So don't think of – water doesn't taste like anything, right? So it, <laughs> you can't really use that as a flavor. But what I mean is that the finish of this is – it's almost like bubbly and fizzy to me. Like the pepper's yes. there, but it's got this, like, tingly, bubbly feeling. There is get. an effervescence. There's an effervescence to it. And I actually wrote in my notes on notes series that some of you listening might be familiar with about the taste of water. So I chuckled a little bit when I heard you cite oh, I, that. I saw that. 
<laughs> the taste of the water. <laughs> <laughs> but and, and and it's a real thing. You could go ahead and read it at capitalist.xyz. But yeah, it's um, it's it's. Uh, I, I said I I highlighted the difference between dry and drying. The notes are dry, and they're lesser so through progression, but it's not drying. It's actually the opposite. It's it's kind of like lip smacking. It kind of makes you want to smack your lips when you're smoking it. And right. that earthiness really does evolve into, it kind of envelope, envelops the entire profile of the thing after a bit. And where I'm at right now is I have that same rigid quality to the notes, all the notes I mentioned already, and they're forming a pretty strict, uh, not a pretty, a very uh, delineated core, like a very strict delineated core. And all around that core is like a toasted earthiness that really cushions everything. So the pepper is not abrasive, like I noted. The notes aren't drying. They're just dry. But they're wrapped in this nice earthiness. And it's really kind of a, it's a simple profile. But it's very much a particular profile, a very kind of like a rehearsed profile. And right. it's it's quite nice. It's quite nice actually. I shouldn't I shouldn't sound surprised. But it I, it's an interesting profile. Yeah, and I, I think you'll find not to give away too many spoilers or anything, but I think I think that the second half of this cigar tends to be a little bit less complex. And it tends to okay. and the only the only thing that I knocked this on in my review was that there wasn't as much sweetness I'd like, which actually was kind of surprising given the fact that it's both a Mexican San Andres, which is a very sweet tobacco, and then on exactly be given the Maduro treatment, which brings out even more sweetness during the fermentation. Um, right. But it wasn't as sweet as I'd like. But I always want to remind people that you know. If I'm saying, hey, it's not as sweet as I'd like, or even if you would say that, it's not a bad thing. There are people who don't like sweet cigars. There are people who like the profile that we're talking about right now. And right. I'm never going to say Castaria is my this favorite is, cigar, but it's a damn good cigar. A, you know? Right. It's, it's, a, it's a good cigar, and I'm not a sweet fan. So this is actually more in my wheelhouse than I expected. I was expecting a whole bunch of chocolate, you know, from the from the Mexican wrapper. I was expecting a bunch of fruity sweetness from the Maduro. I'm not getting that yet. And it's kind of nice. What, what I'm getting between the not sweet thing going on and uh, the, and like, there's kind of like that mineral thing that you noted that's almost like a saltiness. And what it is, is it's making it finish very clean. And I know people are kind of on the lookout. Well, people are on the lookout for several different things because there's several different people looking out for whatever. But there's a popular buzz going on. Currently, I want to say that people are looking for like a clean finish. And this is a very clean finish. Absolutely. I couldn't agree Not with you there's there's no cloying sweetness at all. No. And uh, one thing that I really love about it is actually its room note, which I get this kind of almost like movie theater popcorn, like that buttered popcorn aroma off of it. Right. 
Yeah, and through to retrohale. I just retrohaled as you said that. There's a buttery popcorn sensation. Right. It's just, uh, you know, I mean, put it this way. For its price point, I'm, I'm happy with it. But, uh, you know, I'm not going to ever try to tell somebody, hey, this is my favorite cigar, like I said. It's not. But right. it could easily be a daily smoker for me. And, 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 I, and that's all you can ever really ask for is something that you could puff on every day and be happy. Yeah, and, and a daily smoker, puff on it, be happy. You need excellent or at least... Well, you know, you need excellent construction, combustion. And with an eye on that, the draw is pretty much perfect. The construction is fine. There's a, the burn line is even. There's no soft spots. It's a very well-constructed cigar. And it's one of those that you could just light about it and forget about it. You could light about it. Did I say that? You could light and you sure. could forget about it. It kind of cruise control takes care of itself. Cruise control, I like that. There I you like go. It. I had to make up for the other stumble, so I did. <laughs> but, yeah, um, it does. I am getting to the point where you kind of gave me the spoiler alert that it does kind of, I don't want to say model, or uh, it does definitely mute a little bit. The pepper kind of fell away. And I'm getting kind of like a, hmm, like, like a settling. There's a bunch of words coming to my mind, but none of them sound good. And I don't want to relay that. But this is good. Yeah, it just gets smooth to me, you know? That's nice. It's smooth. Because I don't want to say anything that's going to be, you know, wrongly conceived that, you know, it's just not performing or anything it is performing but there is a settling a smoothing i like that and um just uh, a little softer too less rigid so it's really becoming almost like a meditative easy cigar to smoke and while it's becoming that i understand that uh, you came to this show with a question so uh, from a listener, from uh, from a someone, I don't know from who, but uh, what's that question? So I got an idea for this, by the way. So mm. I think what would be fun is, so you got a, a question from from your followers, and I got a question from mine. So what if we bounce them back and forth? So I'll read you the question, you take mine, and then I'll take yours. That's fair. That's fair. I'll open mine. Well, I'll open mine up after you go first because I have to get into my email for mine. But you go first if yours is at the ready. Be honest, so, this one's a softball, <laughs> so you don't got to worry about it. But uh, oh, Okay, okay. So we, yeah, we got a question from uh, an individual named Yanni in California. And Yanni? Yanni, is the name yeah. With, okay, okay. The singer, not the same spelling, but I think same pronunciation. Uh, Interesting. And uh, he asked... I'm a first-time smoker. What is a good cigar for me? Wow. Well, what I would... Well, this is... this is. I'm answering it as if I'm myself, not as if I'm yourself. Um, I don't know what that distinction would actually be, but if somebody were to ask me that question, which apparently now they have, um, I would say whatever you could get your hands on. 
And if you like it, smoke another one like it. And if you don't like it, don't smoke another one like it. Um, it's, it's always a confusing question to me. This isn't a softball. I was promised a softball because a lot of people would say, well, get something mild, get a Connecticut wrapper, get a, sh- a Connecticut shade wrapper, um, maybe something Dominican, uh, something easy, something that won't get you sick, something that's not too harsh. Something, something easy, something attainable. And if you want to go that way, I already said it, get yourself a Connecticut shade, get yourself a Dominican something, get yourself a Toro Fuente, anything. But um, uh, I would say welcome to the, welcome to the cigar lifestyle. Um, try yourself on whatever you want, whatever speaks to you in any way, shape, or form, and note what you're smoking. And if you don't like it, like I said, don't smoke that stuff again. And if you do like it, smoke it again. So if you get something that is a, let me see, uh, a Habano, if it's too spicy for you, get something that's a Connecticut. If you like that spiciness, keep going down the Habano hole. Uh, It's really a lot of overthinking going on. And what I like to do is instruct people to instruct themselves, if that makes sense. So grab a cigar. Yeah, I I like the way that you answered this question because, and I'll be honest, I didn't expect this answer. I expected you to go down the uh, obligatory start out with the Connecticut, start out with a a mellow cigar. (laughs) Right. Uh, but I like the answer uh, in the sense of its, of its earnestness and that, you know, I think in this Internet age, and we, we've talked about this before, that in this Internet age, a lot, has been, a lot of the journey, a lot of the, um, the discovery end of cigars has been lost because, you know, you can just go online in 10 seconds, find out everything about a cigar, and then go buy it. Whereas, you know, before the Internet, um, you know, you either had to go out and buy a magazine and read about it and hope that it was printed, uh, or you just and took the luck of the draw and talked to the, the guy and hoped he steered you in the right direction, you know? Right, right. So, and, and really, at the, end of, at the end of both of those very different days, both of those different journeys, I like to think that you become a smarter smoker if you learn this stuff yourself through trial, through error, keeping track of what you're actually smoking, what you're actually experiencing. At the end, like I said, you're a better smoker. You're a smarter smoker. You're a smarter consumer. And that's really what I'd like to see. Yeah, I mean, if I I were to give advice to anybody, you know, obviously I I would say, hey, we have plenty of articles about that. Uh, but if I, if I were standing in the store, I would say, if you if you are feeling adventurous, what I'll do is instead of telling you what you should smoke, I'll steer you in out of the direction of a couple that you shouldn't off the bat because I think they're going to be too much for you, too fast. And true. Here's here's the rest of the here's the rest of uh, the portfolio of cigars that you can try, but just stay away from these. Like obviously, you know my my buddy Robert over at Southern Draw. I'm not going to recommend. Jacob's Ladder to someone in their first... They'll never smoke again. (laughs) (laughs) 
that's that's true too. That um, person to be like, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, they, they never smoke a cigar again. They they think it's terrible, you know. And it's not and maybe my answer maybe my answer would be different if say I was I had company over, and right. they never smoked a cigar before, and they said to me one on one, kind of like a buddy, you know you're always smoking cigars. I've never smoked a cigar. Do you have a cigar that I could try? I would probably go ahead and give them like that Dominican, uh, Connecticut shade, usual starter stick. Right. So I guess it, some of it is situational too, but really just smoke. And if you swing above your weight and you get a little, what we call sick, if you get the nicotine spins, if you get unsettled, a spoonful of sugar exactly. will fix you right up. Yep, keep it Or just put something in your belly. So it, it's not really rocket science. And I feel, and we talked, we did talk about this before, but I feel it's almost a problem where we have these overnight seasoned smokers, so to speak, because they binged on reading a bunch of blogs and watching a bunch of videos and listening to a bunch of podcasts. They have three cigars under their belt, and they feel like they know everything they need to know. That's sure. not going to be an intelligent smoker. Yeah, it's like it's like all those people who went out and watched, you know, Blackfish when it came out, and then they were instant experts on SeaWorld. And I'm like, okay, well, you know, you don't you saw you saw one take on it. And look, I'm not going to get in, in, down that rabbit hole and say whether it's cruel or whether it's not. But you know, there there are different layers to that onion, and just like anything else. Um, there's no substitution for actual experience. None. Exactly. Exactly. And I feel a lot of this instant information and instant gratification and instant experts that we get, it, it's, a, it's bogus. It's, it's, I don't want to say dangerous. It's not a danger to anyone, but it really just interferes with the learning experience because it aborts it. Sure. So just, just go smoke. Just go smoke, man, and have fun with it. And uh, let Jared know what you think. Just please don't bother me. But <laughs> someone actually did bother me with a question. And I have it pulled up now in front of me. And as per our little game, I'm going to just uh, pass it on to you, Jared. Okay. So here it goes. It reads, Cap, please don't read my name on the air. That's ominous. I'm not really a shy person, but when it comes to sex, I have had a really rough time letting go of my inhibitions. I am embarrassed to show that I am enjoying sex and I'm self-conscious as well. A few weeks ago, my boyfriend of five months, Jesus, told me that he feels we have a sexual disconnect. He thinks that I don't enjoy sex with him because I show no emotion. This is seriously threatening our relationship because he truly feels that he can't please me and will never be what I need. Wow. I haven't been able to convince him that it isn't him, it's me. He is heartbroken about it, and this has really hurt him and his self-confidence. I am wildly attracted to him, and he just doesn't believe me when I tell him this. I don't know what to do or how to fix this. Help, signed, shy. Well, uh, I mean, some people like to keep the cellophane on. 
and um, others they like. To I would off. recommend. I, I would actually recommend keeping cellophane on in this particular context. No, if 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 this is real and something something in me suspects that it isn't, <laughs> but if this is real, my advice is run, bro. But I guess I can't say that to him because it's her asking. But you know, right, right, right. If you could speak to him directly. Well, let me, this is a little weird. He's, he's not heartbroken. I really don't think he's heartbroken about this. I think he's annoyed. And yeah. um, I, I just, um, I guess, uh, shy. Um, leave the cellophane on, unless you plan on aging this cigar. And in that case, I would recommend taking the cellophane off. And it's obviously, um, that's about the extent of where I'd like to go with this. This is awkward. Yeah. This is awkward. So what, what's, what's that cigar doing for you, Jared? Well, so at this point, I'm about, I want to say like an inch and a half in. And... I'm getting a, a little bit of um, – it hasn't smoothed out to the point where it, it normally does about the halfway point, but it's it's slowly getting there. And I have this big emphasis now on, on coffee. And interestingly, I actually paired this today with cranberry juice. And ew. So you know how uh, – did you say ew? Because, sorry, yes. <laughs> well, interesting because – What's happening is that, to me, the cigar wasn't all that particularly dry as it was for you when I smoked it previously. But obviously, if you've ever had cranberry juice, you know it has that kind of like drying effect when you drink yeah, it. Yeah, it's a tartness. Yes, yeah. it's very tart. And um, it kind of, it's one of those drinks, especially with all the sugar in it, it, makes you, it keeps making you thirsty. Good marketing ploy for whoever makes cranberry juice, you know? Um, all right, right. But uh, so it's definitely bringing out that dryness a little bit in the cigar, but it's also giving it this like falsetto savoriness that it didn't have before. It's kind I of can pulling see that because it's so see that. It's so sweet. It's pulling out the saltier notes of the cigar, and that fruitiness might be pulling up some of those Maduro notes that we both la- uh, noted as kind of lacking. When that we with the cigar itself, you're not getting that fruitiness. So introducing some fruit sounds like a good pairing. I'm just not a, uh, I'm just not a fan of the juice, but that sounds interesting. And really, what's happening now for me is I'm a little past midpoint, and I'm getting a lot of that mineral sensation, and it's it's with that effervescence that hasn't gone away yet, and my tongue is kind of like having a little party. It's kind of neat, and um, but very earthy. Uh, there's a little bit of wood left in there. There's a little nuttiness left in there, but those coffee beans, they became full-on coffee. Somebody ground them up, brewed them. It's coffee all over the place. Totally. It's, it, it, it becomes almost, especially with this cranberry, it's like this savory one-note coffee song for me. That is uh, really nice, you know. Almost yeah, what and I would, like a coffee infused cigar would be if it was like 
really light on the infusion and had no sweet cap, you know? No sweet cap, yes, because still really no sweetness. And I keep waiting. Like, I, I just keep waiting for chocolate. It seems like there should be some kind of chocolate in here as right. far as a note. And it's just, it doesn't come on. But that's not to say it's lacking in that. That's just, for whatever reason, everything else that accompanies chocolate is here. But there's no chocolate. But it's not vacant. It's just being filled up with earth, with coffee. It's, it's, uh, it's a simple smoke. But that's good. It's attainable. I like the, I like attainable better than simple. But also, I think if I could go back to shy, I think communication is very important. And I know you say you're communicating to him that it's you and he is fulfilling your needs. But I think you need to find another way to say that to him so that he understands. Um, hopefully. Uh, if he takes your advice, he won't be there to hear this. Um, but if, Jesus, take him to see that new Top Gun movie when it comes out, and all will be solved. Uh, I think a movie would help, but I would have to recommend Star Wars, and that's coming out. I believe uh, the final chapter is December twentieth. So um, maybe Star Wars. Take him to a good action flick. And um, then uh, communicate better with him. God, this poor guy. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry that went off the rails. But, um, but the cigar saved it. The cigar is nice. And what, what's the actual price point? You mentioned it's a good price point. Let me pull that up because opposed to last time, I actually have my resources in front of me. <laughs> because nice. when I do... I'm actually sitting in the office. This is real dedication right here, Cap. This is real dedication. Are you getting paid? Are you getting paid for this? Well, I'm salaried. I'm so if I work, you know, oh, okay. five minutes or gotcha. 50 hours, it's the same. So refresh my memory. I believe I sent you a Toro, right? Uh, it's a Robusto. It's, oh. like a, it's a long Robusto, though. It's a five and a half by 50. All right. So MSRP for this cigar for a box of 20 is $126, but that's not what anyone would pay for it, of course, because this is famous. So it would actually be $99 for a box of 20. That's, that's good. And, I mean, it smokes great as far as performance, and it's not going to wow you with complexities. It's not going to wow you even with nuances. It's straightforward. But it's very nice. It's smooth. It's uh, if you're looking for something that's not sweet, this is it for you. If you're looking for something that is sweet, there's no sweetness here. It's just not coming on. I almost was waiting for that too, but I think that's me waiting for the chocolate. But it's right. dark. It's toasted. It, there is a savory element to it. It's got uh, more than a little going on, but I really can't say it's very complex at the same token, kind of weird language there, kind of different, you know, semantics there. But um, it's a good smoke. It's a good smoke. Yeah, and see, I think complexity, complexity gets too, is given too much weight by too many people. And it's, it's a two-pronged thing. It's because 
complexity is different things to different people, for one. Right. And complexity doesn't matter if the cigar's base flavors are static and still good. Exactly. So, and, and, and furthermore, it's not an inherently good thing, and I've spoke to this before. People say complexity like it's this great thing. But complexity could also be this weird cacophony of a bombardment of notes and different flavors that's not right. It's not balanced. Balance right. is what you're looking for. Yeah. Much like I, more the complexity. And this I is balanced. You, you obviously know who Jose Blanco is, right? So Right. I, I spoke to him once about complexity, uh, and he had told me that a proper cigar, should kind of take you on a journey and should have several different parts and it should be exciting. And I'm going to, I'm going to put my disclaimer out right now to say that this guy is more, more of a legend in 10 minutes than I could ever be in my entire life, you know? So, but what, but, but I preface, I'm prefacing with that to say that I respect him and that his opinion is heavily weighted to me, but I kind of disagree with that. In, in certain respects that, you know, I agree that a cigar that goes through several changes has this exciting roller coaster of, of, of flavor is a good thing. But it's hard to beat sometimes to, uh, a cigar that maybe has two or even one act that's consistent and steady all the way through. And almost like you said earlier, mindless, where, you know, you don't have to put a lot of thought into it. You're not constantly like oh this is oh this is new oh this is new you can just sit back put your feet up you know crank the tunes whatever you do to get into your yeah and and let it burn and pour a cup of coffee have a beer with it i mean this really would pair well with just about anything i could think of even what the hell you're doing and it's it's a nice time and that's another thing transitions those aren't inherently good either. And that's another word thrown around like complexities as if it's like just a great thing in and of itself. But there's been a bunch of cigars I've smoked that I wish they didn't transition because what the hell happened to that note I was enjoying? Now I have this. Exactly. Because sometimes it's like, you know, I'm I'm smoking a cigar and it goes through like five or six changes, you know, in, in five inches. So you're getting a change like every 15, 20 minutes or so, you know. And then I really like that that sweet spot in the cigar, but some of the other parts were humdrum, and I'm just like, well, I really wish I could get that back. And I say that so much more often about complex cigars than I say about, you know, consistent, steady cigars. Uh, right. So it's, you know, it's, it's kind of a, a pick-your-poison type of thing. It, 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 you know, if you're really all about, having your, not, your socks knocked off every three minutes, more power to you. There's plenty of cigars out there that will do it. But I think this one serves a different purpose, and it's just, you know, to say that it's, to say, you know, to my point that I said it's mindless, it's kind of doing it a disservice. It's just, it's easygoing. I think it's, it's, it's the it, best bet. Yes. Yes. And it's actually not very, speaking to the ease of it, it's not a heavy nicotine thing. No, it's not going to give you the spins. It's not going to give you the sweats. It's not going to make you feel uneasy. It's just a very uncomplicated, smooth, roasty, toasty thing. Yeah, and fine. That's fine. 
It's cigar. actually quite a classic cigar. Yeah. And this being my fifth cigar today, um, <laughs> you know, I was I was actually a little nervous because when I when we did the review, we do our reviews at like ten in the morning. So if if there's a strong cigar, you're really feeling it because you haven't really eaten other than a small breakfast usually, you know. But this right, one, right. I had four before, it, and I was nervous, you know, leading up to uh, this this uh, podcast tonight because I'm like, wow, I remember this kind of being um, hitting pretty hard. But you know, if you're having it at the end of the day, um, I I wouldn't recommend it probably for a new smoker, but for anybody who has even a little bit of experience under their belt, as long as you've had a meal in you, I think you're going to enjoy this. Yeah, yeah. It's definitely a, a nice after-dinner cigar. And it's it's really, uh, I keep thinking of that effervescence straight yeah. through. I've got that. So I'm with you there. And it's, it's really, it's very clean, like I said. And um, the mineral thing is interesting. Because a lot of people hear mineral and they think, uh, no, like they hard know any mineral type stuff. I kind of like it. And I especially like it in this profile. This is very nice. It's a, it's a interesting. I would never have guessed that it's wrapped with what it's wrapped with, which is right. pretty interesting to me. Yeah. If I had, well, I, I don't know. I, I think if I had blind taste tested it, I would have known that it's a Maduro but I would have never guessed San, San Andres. Um, yeah. I, I yeah. would have, if I had to, this is actually kind of hard. Like I would almost, it's, it's almost more akin to like, um, like a, somewhere in between like a Sumatra and a Cameroon. I mean, yeah. I'm, and I would have guessed Nicaraguan if we're playing the guessing game without really having to guess, but I also might have guessed a little bit of Honduran in it just because of that heavy earthiness that we're experiencing. But yeah, it's, it's, it's really kind of interesting. And this is, this kind of proves the point we were trying to make before smoke cigars because that's the only way to really experience them. And this is a very different experience. Not a very, it's a different experience than what I would have thought just reading the specs. Right. Because like you, like you've said, not any of that Mexican rapper, not any of that San Andres. It's uh, because when I think San Andres, I kind of think s'mores. I get like a graham cracker. I get a chocolate. I get a sweetness. I, I get the creaminess, you know, s'mores. It's not necessarily here. But what is here is a very earthy, toasty thing, and it's quite nice. And we're, we're officially beating a dead horse. But I would like to say that if you get a, a pleasant experience, if a cigar just gives you a nice time, that you should express to it that it is pleasing to you. Sure. If I could circle back to Shy. And um, if it doesn't understand you, find another way to tell it. And I guess. What a question. But, um, yeah, but definitely worth the time and effort to procure one of these. It's, it's excellent smoke. What would we do? Are we going to rate this? How do we wrap it up? It's a review. People like ratings. I could thumb it up or thumb it down. We don't do ratings. Um, so you don't do ratings? 
so you, 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 could, you could sit this one out. When I do my written reviews, I do a letter grade. I don't do that when I do these audio ones, when I do the video ones. I give it a thumbs up or a thumbs down typically. So I'm going to go ahead and give this a thumbs up with the caveat that if you're looking for a sweet cigar, don't look here. So thumbs up within that context. Okay. And, and what we do is we normally, in, in, in lieu of giving a review, we always tell uh, our listeners and our viewers who it's for. And I would agree with you that it's not for people who are looking for an especially sweet cigar. But it's not to say that you won't get sweetness. I mean, man, everybody's different. <laughs> True. Everybody's True. Different. So, Someone might be thinking this is like the, like this is a bag of corn pops or something. I, I just don't know. But you know, this is uh, to to me, this cigar is for a person who has graduated to intermediacy, uh, if that's even a word. I don't know. Um, yeah. And you know, you're you haven't gotten your cigar degree yet, but you're <laughs> definitely. <laughs> you're, you're definitely uh, you've definitely got enough credits to transfer. Let's put it that way. Nice. So it's the community college. It's the associate's degree of uh, of cigars. Sure. It's you know it's it's going to have enough power to please the people. Like especially if you smoke it earlier in the day, to please the people who want to go on a little bit of a ride. But it's not so over the top that you're not going to enjoy it if you are relatively new right and and i will say that 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 popcorn is interesting but it kind of went away but then i found it again on a retro hill so it stays on a retro hill but it doesn't necessarily stay on the draw or even really fully appear on the draw and as far as room note i'm outside so i really can't speak to the room note but that's an interesting little bit for maybe a more seasoned smoker or somebody looking for something a little different. You don't see popcorn every day. Right. And I've noticed, so we, we did, uh, months ago, we did an entire entire portfolio review of Aganorsa. And it was like cigar after cigar after cigar of theirs that I was getting these crazy butter notes, like the, these, like not so much popcorn on everything, but just that that real salty, buttery, like, finish yeah. off their cigars. And I think it's – what a lot of people don't realize about Aganorsa is that they've kind of found their their signature – I mean, they even call it their signature flavor. They use the, right. same, the same tobaccos in different quantities for their binder and filler almost every time. And instead of, do, you know, trying to reinvent the wheel – like so many companies do, you know, they put out a blend and they're like, oh, we need to go total 180 and go in the opposite direction and, and do this. Now we go do that, leaving everybody kind of reeling. They have, they have identified their core audience and they play to that core audience every time. And, you know, I'll admit that I'm part of their core audience. So, you know, I know Terrence very well. He's, he's a great dude. And, uh, but they just know what they're doing over there as far as that's concerned. And I think the reason that we're getting so little play off the wrapper in this case is because that they've got that they, – they've already learned how to not make 
the rapper to be the highest influence all the time, you know? Right, which kind of flies in the face of what a lot of people say. You know, the rapper is, what, like up to 70% of the taste of the cigar. Not the case here. And it's, it's an interesting form of marketing to have that profile in all your portfolio. You know you're smoking an Aganorsa when you smoke an Aganorsa. Absolutely. And did you – so you, I had the Aganorsa experience a little bit ago. He visited, Terrence visited Salem, Oregon, and I made the ride over there. And it's Criollo, it's Corojo, and they give you a little Purito of each. And this tastes very much like a combination of that Criollo and Corojo, and that's what it is, because that's what they do. And it's very nice. I, I really can't speak much more to it other than say it's very nice. And if you get the opportunity to do that Agonorsa experience, go ahead and do that. That was fun. That was fun, and it's a nice little learning bit. Do you mind if I give a little bit of a plug about a video that we did just about that? Yeah, go ahead. Uh, so if you go over to uh, uh, if you go over to Cigar Advisors YouTube page, um, we actually did uh, an Agonorsa experience uh, with Terrence, and um, we filmed it because we figured right. we, we he had, he's come into the store to do uh, different events many times. But the problem is, is that if you're not here, you know, you're, you're not going to get to be a part of that. And while it's not exactly the same thing if you're watching it, uh, he did a really good job of explaining what it tasted like and what each component part does and, you know, how uh, one is going to make your mouth water and one is not. And we, we laid it all down on video and, and put it out there for everybody to see. So on Cigar Advisor's YouTube page, you can actually go watch that and it was uh terrence myself and gary and we all you know just participated with him and, and put it on film so that regardless of where they live yeah there you go for the ages and uh yeah so thumbs up to this and visit famous to procure it since it is an exclusive and uh i'm gonna go it's about dinner time and i'm starving so thanks for playing along, Jared. I hope to do it again. And to the gentle persons listening, thanks for listening. And uh, for Shy, just, um, I don't know, express yourself, for Christ's sake. And um, Jared, any, any last words for you? You sure you don't want to take another swing at that question? Swing is the keyword, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> and with that. <laughs> Thank you for tuning in, and uh, I'll talk to you all soon. Thanks, Jared. Thanks for having me, Captain.